Okay, we have so much energy right now. I also just we had my second coffee of the day, hot. which I don't norm- I don't normally. That's do that. late for you, yeah. Yeah, but I'm doing Pilates after this. It's we don't record okay. this late typically. It's three forty-five, no, and you I have a, hard- a little energy. Forty-five minutes. So I also didn't sleep we well, which I want to tell you why I didn't sleep well. Full moon? No, but like of blue course. Super moon? Yeah. So last night was a little blue supermoon. Hope everyone did some manifesting. Also, welcome back. Hi, we are. Oh, hi, hello. We are talking way too fast. <laughs> We can't drink coffee in the middle of the day. I'm Meadowlark. And I'm Gabriela. And this is Thoughts May Vary. The podcast that sits at the intersection of mental health, nuance, and community. And we're grateful you're here. And that's me. That's just a little bit about us. Yeah. And. Is that gimmicky <laughs> enough for the people? <laughs> so last night, Supermoon manifesting, yay, yay, yay. I am sound asleep, snug as a bug in a rug. My... Fire alarm goes off at 4 a.m. Oh, my God. No way. Uh-uh. Just in my unit. Well, at first I couldn't tell if it was just in my unit. Like, it just went off really loud, like three blares. Obviously, I've never shot out of bed faster in my whole entire life. We have you were fire me trauma. the other day. Remember? I, yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah, we do have fire trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have fire trauma. Like, I I was like, ah, no. Shoot mm-hmm. out of bed. The alarm stops. Like, by the time I'm, like, putting on pants, it stops. So I was like, okay, maybe it was just in the building and like the wind triggered it because that happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I immediately look at my phone to check like what time it is. I look at my phone and I turn it off of DND. And the first notification that I see is a CNN notification about a bunch of people that had died in in a burning building in Johannesburg. Oh, Jesus. So I'm like, that's the first thing I see. So I'm like- Yeah, no, 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 no. What's going on? Anxiety on 12, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like put on pants and then I go downstairs to like look through the peephole to like I don't hear anyone going outside. Like, like, okay. I check my stove. Like nothing's on on fire. No gas, nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I go – I get back in bed. Within five minutes, it happens again. Absolutely not. Three rings and that's it. But like blaring. So I'm like, oh, it's just in my unit. Because then I look up and I see my – the red light blinking. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, my fucking batteries died, but there was no chirping. Like, you know, sometimes it'll chirp to like let you know that it's dying. That is hilarious. Yeah. It wasn't happening. And so then I'm Googling like, can like low battery trigger a full, a, like beeping, like a full alarm That's to go exactly off. That's exactly what happened to me. Literally. Yeah. Literally oh what happened God. to Meadow. Oh my God. Like the week before. Yeah. The week before Meadow thought someone was breaking into her house because her alarm went off because her batteries were low. And I was also alone. Yeah. And I'm never alone. It's terrifying. Was your yeah. heart racing? My, it was terrifying. Racing. I mean, I was just like, oh, wait. I, I could have run a marathon. Nervous system triggered. Yeah. Immediately. And then I was just like, what the fuck? So then I'm Googling, like, what the fuck to do. Then it's like telling you that if you take out the battery and you, like, hit reset. By the way, I just bought a big ladder. So, like, I can reach it. I, but then it's, like, like saying – words out of my mouth. It's saying, like, if you press the reset button, like, the alarm will go off for, like, a little bit and then it'll stop. But then I'm like, what if it doesn't stop? It's four o'clock in the morning. I'm alone. Like, yeah. I don't even want to try to do that. No, just right take now. it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't do anything. I just like literally sat in bed and I was like, for the love of God. I texted my maintenance man yeah. at 4 a.m. and was like, hey, sorry for the 4 a.m. text. <laughs> um, when you start your shift tomorrow, like knock on my door. <laughs> Please. And yeah. he did. Thank God. 
8 a.m. And so it only did the door. twice and it was It fine. did the twice and then I, I fell back asleep. I literally said Weird. a prayer. I was like, please just let me fucking sleep. You know how my yeah. nine hours for is for me. Let me wake up yeah. fine tomorrow morning. Like let this just be the batteries. Bye. And it was. But apparently you're supposed to – in my Googling, it says that yes. you're supposed to change and check your batteries every six months. But huh. – battery life so i set a fucking alarm on my calendar to remind me but the battery life add me to that invite literally the battery (laughs) life on a smoke detector though those batteries are five-year long batteries so why would you be changing them every six months are you just checking them every six months i didn't even know you were supposed to wash your hairbrushes i think adulting (laughs) is just i don't understand how people are doing this like i'm like no or is this just in everyone's calendar? Do people just remember? Like, how do people with full-time jobs and dogs they say, that they walk in dishes to wash, like, how is everyone doing everything? So they said, they the, Google told me that a way to remember <laughs> is every time there's daylight savings or, like, the time changes. Oh, I like that That's one. your mark to check your smoke detectors. Yeah, And, that's like, a good do one. your sweep of, like, Six household months, whatever. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean the oven, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is supposed to be once a month, but like any of us are doing yeah. that too. I mean, I was maybe awake for 45 minutes to an hour, and I acted this morning as if I was like put through <laughs> the test of time. Like I slept in until 10. Like of he came and knocked did. on my door at 8. I was like, woo, woke up at 8, let him yeah. in. We had a whole little talk. He leaves. God bless him. Thank God. And then I'm like, Back in bed. God, I just it's such a rough night. <laughs> I gotta go back to sleep. 10 a.m. <laughs> what am I Honestly, gonna do when though, I have a child? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, we'll take that one day at a time. Let's table yeah. that for now. <laughs> wow. I can't believe that we are too aligned. It's scary. I like know. Th- that's almost like a week to the day. Mm-hmm. Except for it was my security, not my fire alarm, but same, same. And we were both long. Except for and I thought someone live... was breaking in. You yeah, think fire, scary. I think break in. No, yeah. both equally scary. Uh, and like you live with it with Aaron, so like right. it's more random that you were alone. Like I don't right. live with Zoe, so it's not as random for me to be alone. But but still, I, like I texted him as if he's gonna fucking answer me. That man is on D and D for hours. <laughs> I texted him and I was like, like wake the up. alarm's going off. I don't know what to do. do, do, do. And he, <laughs> he's not gonna help me. Six hours later, hey. <laughs> I just like need someone to know like where to find the body. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, one of those absolutely. people. Oh, I am too. Why do you think we have each other's location? Like our little Sims. Just in case. Literally. Just in case. I checked on you last yeah. night. You were home. <laughs> yeah, was I good? Thank you. Thanks for liking. Thanks for checking. For liking? when I'm gone. For yeah. liking. <laughs> Did you uh, do any new moon, new moon, full moon rituals? I just, first of all, went outside and stared at her because she was showing off. So bright, so beautiful. Like, beautiful, but also Aaron and I were like, it kind of, it didn't, I feel like Aaron and I are always like, anytime some beautiful astrological situation happens, never feels like it's happening for us. We're like, we are in the wrong part of the world where it's like never that unique. I feel like other random full moons are sometimes bigger and brighter than the one we were seeing. Hmm, fair. Yeah, I think Which I just, just like have maybe a good it's view. where we're located. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You absolutely do. Because she yeah, was, absolutely. I'll send you a photo. It was like, we have to drive to go find her. Yeah. No, I could see it from my balcony and like front oh. and center. Gorgeous. So she looked really big and very close and Gorgeous. really clear. Like you could see all the, her cool. little crevices and stuff. I love that. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. That was Mine clear. was super orange, like felt very yellow orange. Yes, mine yours. too. What'd you do? I just journaled a little before I went to bed. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Hmm. I can't believe I haven't even told you this. You're going to love this. Well, one, we had a little date night. Of course, we ate ice cream. We went and had to go drive and find the moon, sat outside, told her our intentions. And then I journaled. But not only did I journal, I finished my goddamn <gasps> last page of the journal on the blue supermoon the fucking day before I'm going on my witch trip. Oh, we and should that tell journal people about. got me through. We should. That journal got me through the end of 2021 to now. Huge. August 2023. Like the changes? that is an era. Yeah. And now I'm close. I literally wrote like, I'm closing you. You're complete. I've put in all those problems to the bookshelf and we're on to the next chapter. Like consider it done. I actually want to oh. read you my very first page I ever wrote and my very last page I, I would ever love wrote. to. Finishing a journal is a really special moment. You and I are also extremely sentimental, sentimental. nostalgic <laughs> people. You know, Aaron even more so. He drives me nuts. Really? Oh my god! The last when we moved out of my first apartment, I'm like, okay, like let's go. You know, we're doing this. And he's like, puts his arm around me. Take a moment. Look around. Oh, I'm like, chop, shocked? chop. He's get me, me out of here. No, he's you. We, I threw out a couch recently. That old three hundred dollar bullshit from Walmart I've had for six years. He literally had a conniption. That was our first couch together. You didn't even, uh, you did. I, what if I want, as you're going to be, we're going to have a home full of like the most decrepit things ever because Aaron <laughs> has to hold on to everything because they're meaningful. Like, okay. Yeah. Get sorry, Aaron. Get rid of it. No. Come on. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Like he made That's a whole ridiculous. thing out of it. I was like, I love you so much. You are so sweet. I'm throwing everything out. <laughs> oh, sweetie. And you know, there's just like always a story and always a yeah, deeper exactly. meaning and X, Y, Z that yeah. attaches with it. Sweetie, let it go. <laughs> no, literally. I'm like, babe, we are. Oh. We have both learned the hard way that you don't attach memories to physical objects because we mm -hmm. both lost things of our mm -hmm. parents. And it's like, that's the worst thing ever. So I'm like, hello, get rid of the fucking $300 couch, babe. It sucks. Dude, that <laughs> stuff is so, it's so interesting because like my brain went to someone, like people like my parents, right? Who like, you think about people that grow up that don't have much. And so then when they get older, maybe they do get more attached to those things because like you didn't yeah. have it and you grip on. Right. But then you also attach these immigrants and people that like were stripped of everything. Mm -hmm. And somebody like my mom, who that happened to her and her family twice, mm -hmm. once, you know, like by the government and once by Mother Nature. And right. that like – you just you detach yeah. so much yeah. from material things. What are you unpacking? Tell me. Tell me the tea. Okay, let's start with this one came from a drive home from LA mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago where you mm -hmm. know I just get on my own little thing. Mm -hmm. So I it's it all started with like it's the the TLDR is the way in which we demonize the poor and people who use substances. And the reason it got triggered is because I did not know who Maddie Healy was. And this is like, everyone's talking about Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy and all whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know who he is. I've never listened mm -hmm. to the 1975 in my life. People are obsessed. Like, what's the tea? And so mm -hmm. our good friend, Annika, shout out, who works in music was like telling me about him. And so was Riley. And they're like, you know, he like, you know, is a heroin addict, but he makes this good music and blah, 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 and whatever, and yada, yada, yada. And so I was listening to them on my drive home because I had never heard it. And I was just thinking, you know, as someone who comes from a family that has substance challenges that quite frankly could put Maddie Healy's to the fucking bed, like the way in which we 
prop up like they're artists and they're full of emotion and they just can't control themselves and the substances and it's the glamour and the lifestyle. Mm. And like if someone passes away, like Amy Winehouse and like the way in which we like revere those people, yet people like the people in my family that are also as brilliant and as artistic that you'll never know and never heard of that have issues the same, if not worse, are just completely fucking mm -hmm. demonized in terms of the way we speak about them, what resources we give to them. Like it, I literally started crying in the car. This was not the same as the Caterpillar, you know, it might've been the same as the Caterpillar <laughs> drive. I, I was very emotional. It might've been the same, honestly, but I was just like, it's so fucking sad the way that like fame mm -hmm. can just ne like negate all the characteristics that we would place to someone of the exact same. Mm -hmm. It just made me really sad. And then obviously mm -hmm. if for people that don't know, my fiance works with folks that are experiencing mental health issues and are unhoused and the way in which we treat the unhoused, it like, it literally makes me laugh because it is the most um, like contradictory and and fucked up and like countered it just makes no sense like they they don't want people people are like not in my backyard i don't want on the house people mm -hmm. on the street so they make it illegal to camp so they're just shooing everyone away but then you're also like getting rid of if they're not there when they're shooing them away they pick up all their stuff and throw it out so now you just got rid of their only id voucher that they have any opportunity to get into a shelter so now you've given them no other option but to be arrested or to live on the street. You're making living on the street illegal. You're setting up no community housing or support systems or other things in place that would actually solve the issue. Like it's just, they don't want to deal with it. So let's make it illegal, but let's set up nothing to actually solve the problem. And meanwhile, I'm watching all these gorgeous videos on the internet of tiny homes and architecture and the unique architecture of like raising the quality of life in Asian countries in these small compact cities. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck are we not doing that out here and mm -hmm. building little communities and like utilizing the, you would save money. You would save money. It just, the way we demonize people that just need help is frankly infuriating. That's my rant. Thank you for coming. No, I mean, an extremely vital and important one. And that distinction literally gave me chills because at first I was like, where are you going with the, the a artist lot of thing? Yeah. No, I was like, where is she going with this? Because because the way that you started, I was like, that doesn't sound like Meadow to like be like, why the way that you were talking. And then I was like, oh, it clicked. Uh-huh. It clicked. Because it That's is usually extremely how conversations true. with me it, go. It, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Humans are humans are humans. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense that we're putting somebody on a pedestal because of mm -hmm. fame and money and exposure and whatever. And then they could have take away one talent or take away one day of good luck and they could have been the other person that we're demonizing. Like they can sing and dance a little bit better and got a little bit more famous. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the way in which you speak about both camps is just so mm – -hmm. yeah, there's no other word but infuriating. Like it, it's mm -hmm. like I feel my spine and like my nervous system mm -hmm. shake talking about it because it just is like – rattling. I mean, this was the conversation that we were having with Mina B about the value and importance of community care and exactly. the value and importance of just being just slightly more empathetic towards other exactly. people. Exactly. Because we do and live in an way, extremely, we live in an extremely individualistic society in the US. Yeah. Yeah. And then you add capitalism mm -hmm. and the way people want to monetize those solutions or mm -hmm. those care services or those resources that are so mm -hmm. desperately needed for communities. You know exactly how I feel about this. Yes. And it's just, I have no words. Like it is so narcissistic mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. and so mean. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't have the words. For anybody listening who is curious about ways in which they can help, Mm -hmm. what would you say? I mean, the first and easiest thing, like every time we ask this question, educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Educate yourself on what substance issues look like. Educate yourself on like who is unhoused in your area. How did they get there? What does it look like? What resources are there actually out there? How do you qualify for them? And then if maybe go and talk to these people. Like, I don't know how many people I talk to when I share Aaron's job that are like so enamored or the amount of times that people think that they have like tea and a good solution and a good idea. And it's so abundantly clear to us that like you've never spoken to a person experiencing homelessness in your entire life. Mm -hmm. Like it's just get curious about what's going on and educate yourself on it. I think it's like the quickest, easiest, and most of the time free way to come up with really beautiful ways to contribute to society. Like if you're listening to this podcast, you have access to some sort of device in which you're listening to it on. You have access to some sort of Wi-Fi. Yeah. Get involved. Anyway, what are you unpacking? Oh, wait, I have another quick one. Yes. Can I interrupt? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, just kind of interesting timing because it's about to be September, which is Mm. suicide prevention month. Mm -hmm. We have suicide national suicide prevention week. I heard, well, Aaron heard a new phrase recently, and he wants me to attribute it to the Joe Budden podcast. Okay. I don't listen to it. Oh, okay. uh Uh-huh. And they were talking about someone and they, they use the term self transition in place of suicide. Yep. And I, as a sibling of someone that died by suicide, I was like, I really like that because okay. I think sometimes that's yeah. empowering. And it, 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 I liked it a lot for me. And immediately I text Michaela, oh my God, I heard this new term and I really like it for my brother. And immediately she was like, that's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. Like I, meaning Michaela, was thinking about youth that die by suicide. And she's like, that's not a choice. Like your brain isn't fully developed. Some adult failed you. That's not a self-transition. That's not empowerment. And I was like, ooh, that's a really good point. So I think it's a very interesting term to use. I don't think it could be mm. applied as a one-size-fits-all model. Mm-hmm. But I just found it really interesting that my gut reaction as a sibling was like, oh, wow, I, I love that. That's what it feels like my sibling did almost. And then Michaela's was like, absolutely fucking not, which was equally as valid. I've been hearing that term a lot Have recently you? too. Yeah. Okay. So that's why my face was like, oh, because I have been hearing that term a lot too. And the first time that I heard it, my like – I was like, I've never heard it said that way. Yeah, Um, me neither. And it was in regards to youth. What you said about your perspective and Michaela's perspective is a beautiful example of why I don't think that having these like hyper-specific labels that we're recategorizing everything all the time, like I think sometimes it's often just a waste of our time and frankly like a, a distraction from us just trying to fix the issue at hand. And so I think however you want to say it in a way that makes you feel safe and comfortable, makes the people experiencing that safe and comfortable, like that's okay with me because I understand both sides. I understand completely both sides, especially with that phrase, because it can add this like beautiful light of like you're transitioning away from the pain and like, you know, all of that in the way that you view it with your brother. But Mm -hmm. I also understand Michaela's perspective. I said it on was it Mina's episode that, or no, on Joanna's yeah. episode? I was like, oh, Joanna, labels can yeah. be extremely empowering, but they can also yep. exclude and put us in boxes and do all of these other things that 
off sometimes can distract us from like focusing (laughs) on the actual issue. I tend to be in more of that camp. I think when I was in college, I was very much about staying up to date on the terms that made people feel safest and the most seen. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I worked a job where, you know, you couldn't say the word crazy. Like I was very Mm -hmm. much about it. And I feel like the older I get, the more I, again, like you say, like agree with use verbiage that makes other people feel safe and seen. Mm -hmm. But I think this constant redefining is frankly distracting from the issue at hand. I think so too. And I think I lean in that camp a lot more recently. I think that there's variations to it, right? Like I think, you know, if we're talking about however many years ago that we recently started talking finally about pronouns, like that's a different conversation, right? Right. Right. So there's nuance and there's, there's, like everything else in the world, there's a scale. Right. But Meadow and I are specific, or I'm specifically talking about just like reinventing the wheel on suicide. On suicide. Not, like not even reinventing the wheel on suicide, but yeah, just reinventing the wheel on like words that may have already made somebody feel safe, but now we're trying to like, that are just distracting from like the actual issue, and which is like, how can we address the mental health crisis that is happening exactly. in this country? And how can we help people? that are experiencing suicidal thoughts, ideation, like how how do we how do we get to that and how do we fix that and how do we help those people? Instead, we're like talking about talking whether or not a phrase makes you feel good. Right. Which you know is <laughs> my favorite TikTok right now is when he's like um, can someone tell me if alien is an intergalactic slur? Because you will yeah. not catch me out here. Talking. And I was like, this is a case in point. Like that is Best the TikTok, ever, TikTok yeah. I've ever seen. Literally. Liter- literally. Is it an intergalactic yeah. slur? That made me laugh so I sent it to my mother. That shit made me laugh so yeah. hard. I loved both of those unpackings. And I think that those unpackings were extremely valuable for me to hear and to listen to. So thanks for sharing with me and for the community. Cool. And I'm sure well, a lot of people are going to feel we have a lot of people who have experienced substance abuse or have family members that have experienced substance Absolutely. abuse. Absolutely. Or maybe friends of family that have died by suicide. Mm-hmm. That I'm sure have yeah. had very similar thoughts to the ones that you shared on your drive home. Also, if you have thoughts on what we're s- sharing, come talk to us in the DMs or on Patreon because we like talking about the things that we do. We, we've, we said this recently to someone that it wasn't, it was like a private interview, not a public interview, mm-hmm. but it was very fun for Gabby and I to kind yeah. of- listen to ourselves talk about the podcast recently. And what we were saying was we never share things on here to make people feel the same way we do. I mean, it's in the name mm-hmm. of the show, but we think it's so like the the show isn't about us and our dynamics it's about these topics. So the most fun thing in the world is to hear that people that listen to this, take these topics and go discuss them amongst their own community. Like that is so much fun for us. And like, frankly, the point of the show. Mm-hmm. So if you have a good conversation around this or out of this or a fun point or question, Please send it to us. Let us know. Have the conversations with your friends. Ask them. Maybe yeah, they have exactly. completely different opinions than we do and that you do. And it's so fun to argue. You watch Gabby <laughs> and I do it all the time. We argue respectfully all the time. It's so much fun. <laughs> healthy conflict. Remember when we were fighting over who could pay for the coffee and we were like, healthy conflict. Oh my. We do that often. It's fun. Who's going to get the sandwich? Who's going to get the coffee? Exactly. We have our whole life to fight about it. It's the best. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Live, laugh, love. I'm going to try to grab Mahal and she might run. So can we? Oh, yeah. Anyway, what are you unpacking? Thank you. I'm reapplying. Oh, cute. Is it strawberry? No, vanilla. I like the vanilla. I have the vanilla. They fixed too. their, first of all, this packaging is cute. They fixed the packaging. It doesn't peel anymore. And yeah. they fixed the formula. The graininess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mine used to get grainy too, and now Me they too. don't. And I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to try strawberry. 
you set me up for my unpacking. So thank you so much because you were saying we, we are not here to make you agree with us, which okay. is something that I am unpacking. So I have been thinking about the way in which you argue as a couple and the way in which Ooh. you handle things as a couple. Fun. And it's so individualized. And I think that's something – if you would have asked me a decade ago, five years ago, three years ago, I would have told you that in a relationship, while of course it's important to have differences, you need to really be on the same page about certain things. And I would have really like like driven home that mm. – driven? Drove home? Driven home? Mm. I can't do that, past tense verbs. Yeah. The idea that like you need to be – on the same page about the way you fight and making sure that you're communicating in the same way and all of these things. When in reality, like that's not true. And I don't think that mm. anymore. I think being in a – something that I've learned throughout the many relationships that, that I've had, whether it be romantic or otherwise, mm -hmm. it is so valuable to – be with somebody that has a completely different skill set than you, first of all, because mm -hmm. I think it's so incredible to be able to bring to the table something that they might not be able to, and then they can bring to the table something maybe you can't, and you like fill each other out in that way. Like you're so you're so strong separately, but you're so strong together, and you sort of like Hello complete. Us. Yeah, you complete <laughs> the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, Meta and I say it all the time. It's why this works because we don't want to yeah. do the exact same thing. We don't have the exact same skill set. Like. It works. Similar enough and different enough. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And I think the same goes for argument styles and fighting styles. And it's something that I've been mm -hmm. thinking about because I remember like in the beginning of the relationship that I'm in right now, I – my way of arguing is I need to vent. Like I need to be able to vent and talk about it right to now. To the person or with someone else? To the person. Okay. Like, oh, talk it out in yes. real time as it's happening. I need Got to it. talk it out in real time as it's happening. My boyfriend doesn't like to do that. He needs to, like, step away for a minute and then be able to regroup and talk about it, which is why I'm like, if I were in Meadow's head, she'd be like, that checks out because I just get the phone call of listening to Gabby then. Because <laughs> <laughs> she has to yell about it to someone and it's not happening to her boyfriend right now. <laughs> So we are different in that way. Like if I'm heated, I need to take a step back for a second because I'm just not going to be nice. So I like need to remove right. myself. But I got to talk about it sooner rather than later. He is not like that. And at first it used to drive me nuts. And I used to feel very like shut, like shut down almost. And I felt like, do I care more? Or like, do I need to talk? Like why can't he just address it. We're pushing things under the rug. Like that is my perception towards it. And we've been together for a year and it's taken me a minute to get to the place that I understand Let like as long as we both have mutual respect for each other's styles of going about things, which we do have, there's a way that you can meet in the middle. Like I was listening to a Jay Shetty podcast where he was talking about this with his wife and he was me in the dynamic of like needing to vent. She's like, I'll talk to you in two days. And he was like, so we need to find somewhere in the middle. If she needs two days and I need to talk about it now, let's talk in a day. Let's figure it out right now. Like don't put me through hell, but I'm not going to put you through hell by like making you sit through a conversation you're not ready to have. And I've just been really thinking about that in terms of every relationship that I have 
with the people that like mean a lot to me and understanding the beauty and power of involving yourself in the dance of how other people go about things. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. I love it so much. And I just have the biggest smile on my face because the blue super moon of last night, Mm -hmm. one of the big themes was looking at our relationships and what we value in them and Mm -hmm. shifting that as necessary to how we see ourselves now. So it's just like, you're so aligned with the universe. It's amazing. I love that. And it's true. It's so true. It's very true. And it also has me thinking about the growth that I have made and the growth that I've had because in the past, I might have turned to people in my life to tell me whether or not somebody's behavior was okay in my book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that. Like mm-hmm. I, I can, I can gauge what my boundaries are. I think mm-hmm. sometimes I call you like upset about shit, and that's sure different, as we all do. As we all do. Yeah. But I don't ever call you, and I'm like, so do we need to break up? Right. Right. Which is something I would have done. Yeah. Years ago. In the past. And yeah, I yeah, had yeah. done years ago. Granted, yeah. it was very different situations and like not anywhere near the relationship that I'm at in now. But it just did make me reflect for a second on feeling really grounded and rooted in what I deem important and what my values are and what my boundaries are and mm-hmm. being okay with the fact that those are different from maybe my family, maybe my friends, like maybe they would handle situations in my relationship differently. They probably would. And like, that's fine for them because this Mm -hmm. works for us. And Mm -hmm. him and I, like he always, Zoe says it. He's like, people just have an understanding. Mm -hmm. Like people just have an understanding. And I think that's like how it is in relationships is like, you can be on the outside looking in and try and project whatever your feelings are on something whatever but nobody you want to attach to it yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like nobody really knows unless you're those two people exactly and i think about the relationship that him and i have and like the respect that we both have for each other and i said it to him the other day because like i'm someone who really likes to push like i, I push people and i'm i'm a pusher caddy i'm a pusher caddy <laughs> katie what's her name caddy yeah caddy katie. Katie, but they call um, Katie Heron. I like to feel pushed, so I push people in mm, the sense of not pushing mm-hmm. them away, but being like, you can do more. You can do better. Right. You can work on that more. Like, I am that person, which is like fucking annoying if you do it a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And I acknowledge that yeah. and I'm working on it. And so we were talking about that yesterday where I sort of like was like, I'm, you know, own my side of it and was like, I'm sorry for like, being a little overbearing with like the amount that sometimes I push mm-hmm. you for certain things. And I was like, I just want you to know that I genuinely am okay with the fact that like you and I are not going to have the exact same way of getting to point B. But if our point B is the same, I think that's where the key is, is like mm-hmm. if your destination and your goal for the relationship is aligned that's what matters. It doesn't necessarily matter the steps that they take to get there or the steps that you take to get there because you're going to get there in different ways. Like think about the way that you look at somebody's healing, right? Like if him and I are both like really into manifestation right now, I might be super into TBM and he's super into TBM, but maybe I'm like, I'm going to do the workshops every single day. And maybe he's like, 
I'm actually like listening to this podcast or I'm like working on this other thing. It used to like piss me off. And I'd be like, why aren't mm-hmm. you doing the workshops with me? Why aren't we doing it at mm-hmm. the exact same time? And like, that's just not the way that shit goes. Like he's allowed to get to his destination in the way that works best for him. You're headed in the same direction and taking mm-hmm. different routes. Yeah. Simple. And also how beautiful is that? Because in a previous solo episode, you were talking about, I think we were both talking about like the way in which two different people come together in the service of like, or perspective Mm -hmm. of having children Mm -hmm. and like what you pass on. And as my mother likes to remind me constantly, like every child you get is a different child. Mm -hmm. Like one may be like you, one may be like him, one may be different. If you had the same thing, you wouldn't know how to help them. So because your kid is going to have an example of two different ways to process and the example of watching two people with different processing ways, learn to respect those ways Mm -hmm. and differences and how you balance and work together. Like that is the most beautiful gift you can give to future generations. How cool. Well, because that's the way you have to maneuver every single day of life, whether you're talking about working at your corporate job in an office and you and your manager have a different style of getting things done. You're talking about having a business partner. You're talking about a romantic partner. You're talking about the fucking person in front of you in line at Starbucks. Like you have to navigate relationships and moments of human interaction, understanding that not everybody is exactly shares like your you. reality. And sh- yeah. exactly shares your reality. Because I think, isn't it Rick Rubin that talks about the vessel mm. inside of us mm-hmm. and the vessel is filled with every life experience you've ever had, how you've been raised, your biases, where you grew up, what your preferences are. And like everything we filter is through that vessel. Not one person will see something the way that you see it. And that's the most beautiful thing about humanity and also a pretty frustrating one if you don't have the tools in which to understand that, accept that, and roll with it. The other day, Aaron and I were in the car and we got in like a little tiff over like, I very clearly gave him instructions on where he was going and he Uh was confused about it, you know, and you know, when you get in little tiffs like that. And then (laughs) we get in like a little tiff about it. And then Aaron just, he's driving, he just goes, and I just burst out laughing. I was like, did you just cross your arms at me? And he goes, I'm upset and I got to get it out some way. So I'm doing it like this. And I just started hysterically laughing. I was like, you are the cutest five-year-old throwing a temper tantrum right now. And he sat like this. And then I was laughing so hard. Then he was laughing by the time he makes the left-hand turn, you know, it's all over. But it just was like so cute oh. and funny to watch the way in which he needed to process was going, her rumps. And like, <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? It oh just made me laugh. You, your guys' fights yeah. are hysterical. Do you know what that reminded me of, though? Have you? Did I send you the TikTok of? I sent it to Zoe, and he was like, "This was funny. I concur." Oh no! It was a girl filming asking her boyfriend anything, like throughout a twenty-four hour period, and how every fucking time you ask a man for something, like they're just like, "Huh? What?" Like on the first oh my go. God. You oh never just God. get like they're yeah. not listening. They're like, huh? No, they're not what? listening. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Oh, and I we sent it to him, that. and I was like, "This is you." And he was like, "That is Tis. hilarious." Yes, it is. <laughs> really that, fucking the, is. the amount of times that Aaron says to me, "I am listening." See, I listened. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I was just trying to think of like if Aaron and I fall into a camp of you and Zoe. And I think I definitely used to be more you. I think I'm becoming more so, but I think we do like a balance of both. Like Aaron and I in fights will talk a little bit about it, step away for 20 minutes, talk a little bit about it, 
step away for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if it's larger or if like we need to come back with like more regulated nervous systems, Mm -hmm. I love telling people this tip because I think it's the best thing ever. And I had no other partners that did this. Aaron comes with the note on his phone of points Mm -hmm. prepared. Mm -hmm. And I I think sometimes people hear that and feel like that sounds intimidating. And I'm like, that's actually the most thoughtful thing he could have done because he took the time on his own when he was calm and was thinking about things and like really taking the time to Mm -hmm. process to make a list. And so when he comes back, he knows like if it gets emotional in a conversation, he knows what he's trying to say. Yeah. And like, I love love when he does that. I I think it's so cool. It's not the way I do it, but Mm -hmm. I love when he does it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I like that. I definitely take notes. I don't usually whip them out in the convo, but I take notes. And something that I've noticed too is because I'm a little bit reactive is I will – The way I just bit my lip from going a little. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just a little reactive. Because it was funny. (laughs) Like him and I got into it recently about something and it was like dumb. It was dumb adjacent. Sure. Yeah. It was dumb adjacent. And like, it wasn't a bit like we needed to talk about it, you know? And, but I was really like pissed, but I Mm -hmm. knew that it was dumb adjacent. So I, you're like, how do I regulate these emotions? Because I know it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said the mean things, I got it out. I said like the aggressive ways that I, cause that's the thing is I, I am not the type of fighter that will ever like maliciously say something to you with the intent of hurting you. Like that that's just right. We don't do that here, team. Right. Like, we don't do that. But I definitely deliver things harshly mm-hmm. and bluntly. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't always need to be delivered that way. So I I wrote it all out in the harshest tone possible. Nice. And then I was able to then make the points on like my notes app on my phone. So that by the time that like we were coming together, like in an hour or two, I was Softer. And do you know what actually helped? And I was like, maybe his fighting style does help. Is that this happened like on the <laughs> way to a birthday dinner that we had to go to? Oh, I know the one. I am surely raised in a house where like your problems stay at home. Like you walk into public and your smile on your face. And also like yeah. this was his friend group. So like I was not about to right. be like the fucking bitchy girlfriend that's like mad. Of course. Yeah. So like we walk in, he like puts his arm around me and I'm like, don't touch me. Like with like a yeah. smile across my face. <laughs> Huge smile. Get your don't touch me. off me if you know what's good for you. <laughs> no, like literally. He was like, are you still upset? And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> like, oh, like huge smile. It? I'm burning you. My shoulder yeah. is on fire. <laughs> no, literally. But then like the dinner was so fun that like yeah, by the end of the, the dinner, like I wasn't mad anymore. Like I was, I, yes, we need, we talked about it the next day. Like right. I was still pissed. But by the time we were walking out, it was like a ha ha. You're on pause. Mm-hmm. We were able to pause, which honestly also was like, oh, look at us and maturity. Totally. <laughs> Being able totally. to pause the argument for a fun totally. birthday dinner and then we're going to come back to it. That was literally my introduction to Aaron's friends. Like the first time I was ever going to meet Aaron's friends, we were moving someone. Mm. And so we were like up by 6 a.m., ready to move the whole friend group Testy. meeting up. And we got in a fight on the way there, like right before leaving. And I'm, I'm pissed. I'm don't yeah. touch me pissed. And I'm like – not only that, but you just set me up to fail to meet your fucking friends. Like, absolutely not. So I was the most delightful, hilarious. Mm-hmm. I was helping so much. I was mm-hmm. making friends. I was like, don't fucking talk to me all day. And then by the end of the day, you know, Karen, one of my best friends who just moved. Fuck you if you're listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, that was really mad about this. <laughs> so mad about it. It was the end of the night. 
it, we, it was like a 12 to 14 hour move day. It was like Jesus. a big day. It was the, it was a whole thing. It was the end of it because we were moving their parents. It was a whole thing. At the end okay, of the night, underrated, like, like when friends help friends and friends' yeah. parents move. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, good friends. We were all like uh, in the living room eating pizza and drinking beers or whatever. And I like went to get something. So then I'm like kind of like standing on this little area, kind of like looking at everyone for a sec. And I just stand there. And Karen, and this is my first time ever meeting her. Karen just saunters up next to me, cross her arms. She goes, look at these sons of fucking bitches. It just starts like talking shit under her breath. And it just cracked me up. And I was like, okay, I love these people. Yeah. These are my people. And then I was like, fine with him. I was like, actually, I could come in a bad mood. And I still loved everybody. And they loved me. So I showed you. I really showed you. That's my mom and I's favorite thing to do. Like when you like... They, like, oh my God, I don't know. She gets frustrated at the grocery store and she's like, so then I bought two of them. And I'm like, and you know what? You showed them. They'll <laughs> never forget that you bought two things of grapes. You showed it. That's my mom and I's favorite thing to say. I to love that. You showed them. It's so fucking true. I showed him at that birthday dinner. Cause you this was showed like, him. I, no, because, and that birthday dinner too, like, I was ready yeah. so like we yeah. were making people laugh and i was watching this motherfucker yeah. look back because we were sitting across from each other i was watching yeah. him laugh and like watch other people like like me laugh at you yeah exactly. and like be like oh my god your girlfriend haha and i was like yeah, yeah. motherfucker we're gonna That's fight later right exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly oh my god isn't it fun to fight in long-term relationships mm-hmm. it's fun it's different yeah it's different yeah, yeah. oh my god so much growth <laughs> so much growth and you just finished a journal and now you're about to go have like the witchiest week of all time. I'm going on a witch trip to Sedona. We're so excited. It's not even funny. We're going with Sammy from the Mayfair group who you should all know and love because duh, the Mayfair group. And also she's been on the pod. I'm going with my new friend, Brooke, a Carnamele, which I feel like half of our listeners at least know and also love. Probably. And then I'm going with Sammy's like most expansive, beautiful friend, Steffi, who I've not met yet. But she, I believe, like runs a ton of wellness programming for beautiful cool. resorts in Mexico and Tulum and stuff. And so we're literally going to like chase vortexes, charge our crystals, manifest. We're like, we're all talking about it. We're fucking ridiculous. But the fact that I finished my journal before the trip, first of all, no. Brooke is bringing me a journal, which Great. is the cutest thing ever. And we're just all talking about like, we are going to come back so tapped into our authentic and highest selves we're gonna like shake the universe no literally like it's like you're going to Hoffman. it's no we're initiating the coven like it's gonna yeah. be insane we're doing rituals yeah. we have the whole like it's gonna be and i need you need this, this meadow you I need, need this i need this so i'm you need the rest and relaxation i'm manifesting so much shit for the pot it's not even funny so when we have a bunch of shit pop off in the next six months it was the i told y'all i told y'all it was the vortex Oh, I'm so. so excited. I cannot Prepare. wait to hear. I can't wait to not talk to you so you're like yeah. fucking offline. Oh my God. It's going to be like the longest we don't talk. I and know. I can't wait to hear all about it. Thanks. I'm so excited. We should do a recap episode for Patreon and then don't okay. tell me anything and then we'll just record. Yes. For Patreon. Oh, I love when we do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Down. Okay. We'll do that. Done. Love you. Okay, guys. Well, love you. Thanks for listening. Rate and review. Send it to a friend. <gasps> yeah. Send it to a friend. Send it to a friend. Post about us on Instagram if you like us. Follow our memes. We're really funny on the internet sometimes. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, we post on YouTube. So if you're a visual person, go check out our YouTube channel. Watch the video. I held in a burp the whole time I was saying that. All right. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Just girly things.
How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts May Vary Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby. Gotcha.